This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And now let's turn to Soul Shine and get the energy moving here. Right now we are holy. <clears throat> everything is holy now. Everything is holy now. Everything is holy now. Everything is holy now. Sing with us, please. Everything is holy now. 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 The God in me beholds the God in you. Namaste. The God in me beholds the God in you. Namaste. All is beautiful. All is well. All is beautiful. All is well. The God in me beholds the God in you. Namaste. God in me beholds the God in you. Namaste. The God in me beholds the God in you. Namaste. All is beautiful. All is beautiful. All is well. All is well. All is beautiful. Everything is holy now. 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 God in you. Namaste. God in me. Behold the God in you. Such a beautiful, a beautiful song. song. I really, really love it. Thank you, Soul Shine. And we're going to turn our attention now to celebrations. I hope you've put some things in the chat there for us to celebrate with you. Claire Kubota. Kevin's had a lot on his plate this morning, so he's getting 
one. You guys hearing me? Okay, there we go. There we go. All right, so I was a little concerned because about five minutes ago, I had no celebrations. And I thought, well, we got, I got nothing. I got nothing. But so I've had, in the past five minutes, I've gotten a few celebrations. I appreciate you guys posting them. And if you have additional ones, because every place that you're watching has a chat in Facebook or on the website or on Zoom. There are little chats in there. So be sure to celebrate and share so we can celebrate with you. All right, I'm going to start. Well, Victor and James Pasmore, Mr. Jim Pasmore, are celebrating the coming of spring. Did you? I think it's supposed to be like 52 degrees today. So, but I was reading, Cherie posted on our Facebook page that it is not yet time to start cleaning out your garden, that there are little bees and butterflies and stuff hiding and still hibernating in there. So don't go cutting everything down and throw it in the garbage because there's there's little critters in there that still need time to wake up. So I thought that was interesting to learn. Um, Terika is celebrating her class that she's doing with Jane right now. Those of you that are in the Resilient You class, the 12 Powers class, and she's saying it's just having a profound effect on her and and some beautiful things that she's learning and discovering. So that's super exciting. Jane's classes are always wonderful. Um, And Manissa brought in is celebrating. She is an artist and she brought in a wonderful piece of art to share. Can you all see that? Her super cool Dreamweaver wolf. And she's covered it with resin and there's all kinds of gemstone things in there and super cool. So congratulations. It's got it in there. Um, let's see. Carol Fox was celebrating that she um, she found help for her farm. Every summer she needs someone to come and live on her farm and help her for a few hours a week. And she found somebody awesome. So congratulations. I know that's a huge weight lifted off of her shoulders. Dave Finch is celebrating baseball season coming. Yay. Um, and let's see. I was going to celebrate. Who else had a celebration in there? Well, that's coming up. I'm saving the best for last. I'm saving the best for last. Um, Tamara Schmidt, she says, I'm celebrating my daughter, Katie, excelling in her last year of college and getting word that she is one of the top 10 seniors in the school, which is, I mean, just at this time of year, I've got two boys who've been struggling with college and the whole online transition, so... That is a huge, huge celebration, and she should definitely be recognized and be super, super proud of herself because it's, it's been a tough year for students. And let's see. What it, read in your chats. But guys, continue to post. But I've saved the best for last. We have a new little baby who's been born, and we have a cute photo. This is baby Hazy, Jane's new granddaughter. So... We're super excited to see her and welcome her. And she's spending some time in the NICU, but Jane said she is doing incredibly well and just getting stronger every day. And Mama's super happy and has a very positive outlook. And so we just continue, continue to hold baby Hazy in your prayers and see her going home as soon as possible. And then my mom always gets upset if I don't. She always, she watches from Tahoe. And she always says, well, you didn't show Zeke today. Where's Zeke? So it's it's not about me. Celebrations are about where's Zeke. So he's lying down here on the floor, Mom. He's a little tired, I guess, this morning. Aren't you? And he's hoping I might drop a treat or some kind of snack for him. So you guys have a wonderful day. We're super excited to have Reverend David MacArthur here. And now I pass it back to you, Jane. It's always so much fun to see all the celebrations that people have. And I am really celebrating that my friend David MacArthur is going to be our speaker today, and he's going to lead us in a meditation. Reverend David has been in ministry for 30 years. He's been, he's been the president of the board for Unity Worldwide Ministries. He's, um, he's the author of two books and one on the way that the book, the spiritual heart is going to be most close. If you want to get an extra book, um, to what he's talking about today. And he's, um, he's really talking about the secret of 
uh, the transformative power of getting your spiritual heart connected to your to your soul and and the changes that you can make in your life when you do that so he's He's been the director of HeartMath Institute and a trainer. He's trained the folks at Silent Unity. He's, he's trained all the ministerial students going through. He's trained many, many churches um, and their ministers. So <clears throat> I know we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful message from him today. I, I've gotten to know him because he's on the board of the Unity Northwest region, as am I. And so every month we get to join in just preparations and, and how can we give more good to our Unity region. And, and he has such a calming, wise voice that I am I am thrilled to be getting to know him. So thank you, David. And he's going to start us right out with taking, um, leading us in prayer and meditation and then our message. So I'm going to turn it over to you, David. Oh, thank you, Jane. What a, what a treat it is to be here and to, to get to start our, our connection by entering into prayer together. So I, I invite you to begin that inner journey. I find it's helpful to, to touch my heart, drawing my attention deep into that center of being as we, we acknowledge Mother, Father, God, infinite love, beloved presence. We are so grateful that you are here awakening us to know you, to know know our oneness in you, and to be about this sacred work together as we use this connection with this infinite love to bless those who are dear to our hearts. So we begin by blessing the spiritual community, knowing that in this time of such challenge, of conflict, of separation, that we are one. We are one in you, and we have the beautiful power of directing the love and light within our beings to touch and heal those around us. So I invite you now, bring to your awareness those who are dear to you and speak their name as we acknowledge each one and send this love to them. As you speak that name there in the quiet of your home, it is one in this consciousness of love that we are a part of. I want to begin by just to acknowledging that beautiful little baby Jane's grandchild that we saw a moment ago and that we know that this divine love surrounds that little being, lifting her, surrounds everyone that is dear to us, lifting, healing, blessing, making whole, prospering. transforming that which is confusing and difficult that we struggle with, transforming it into knowing the love, clear in this divine guidance, strengthened and going forward in those things before us, into success, into fullness, into joy. Father, Father, God, this spiritual community is so filled with the light of your love that we are all lifted and healed. And each one of these in our hearts is blessed and drawn into that greater wholeness that you are in us. And it is so. Here, now in the presence of this divine love. Amen. I invite you to hold that love as you enjoy the music.
you to join me as we speak together our affirmative prayer. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, We see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. Aware of this beautiful love that we experience in our hearts, that we experience linking us, filling us. I invite you to Be aware that you are loved. Every moment, this love enfolds you. I am loved by this divine presence. I am enfolded by this divine presence. I am treasured by the love of God. This love is without judgment. It accepts and embraces and treasures me as I truly am. Right now, I am one with the infinite love of God. Knowing that beautiful oneness, knowing that love, I invite you to join me in a moment of silence together. reaching beyond thought and feeling into that silence to touch and dwell with this infinite love that is God. We now let that love come forth and flow from our hearts. Grateful that we've been able to send it across our, this beautiful church community, blessing and healing now sending it across our country 
as it struggles in illness and confusion and fear, knowing that this love brings healing, brings strength, brings clarity, brings wisdom. On across our world at this time, it is caught in fear and pain, releasing it into an awareness of greater goodness, fulfilling the sacred purpose of humankind. This love flows from our hearts. It enfolds the world and its creatures. Blessing, healing, uplifting. Divine love flows through my heart, enfolding and blessing the world. That truth is so this moment. Divine love flows through my heart, enfolding and blessing the world. Within your heart, affirm and know this with me. Divine love flows through my heart, enfolding and blessing the world. And so it is. Thank you, beloved presence. In the radiant love that is the Christ in each being, it is so. Amen. Love can 
think it's time Love can build a bridge Love can build a bridge Between your heart and mine Love can build a bridge Don't you think it's time Don't you think it's time? Don't you think it's time? Oh, thank you. That was beautiful. What a... What a joy it was for me to get to spend time with you just a moment ago in, in prayer. It, it's in prayer is one of those ways that we make conscious spiritual connection where we change our awareness to experience directly at different levels of our being the presence and power of this divine that we are one with, that is our true nature. I invite you to just touch your heart for a moment. One of the things I found is that in making that conscious spiritual connection, that change where it moves from my mind to my heart, where that connection really takes place at depth, that it helps me to just start so uh, by touching my heart. So I invite you to join me there. When I talk about spiritual connection, it's, it's a very vague term. Uh, Sometimes we all kind of make up what we think that might be. So let me, let me focus on how I'm understanding it. Did you have any time this past week or so where you found yourself a little frustrated or irritated or just thoroughly, happily angry or, you know, what it, whatever it is that, uh, goes on, you know, in one sense, did anybody work on their computer this week? You know, that would, that would kind of do it for me in terms of frustration world. But if you, if you think back and you notice, well, in those times when I was frustrated, I didn't feel connected with spirit. I didn't feel loved and enfolded. I, didn't feel powerful and clear and that divine universe didn't seem to be on my side at that moment. Uh, And that's because that's what we call not being spiritually connected. Now the truth is that's a misnomer We're this divine presence is omnipresent. It's always there. We can't not be in its midst because it is the very ground of our being. But we can not consciously be aware of it. We cannot be con- we can be so that we're not consciously influenced and directed by it. So making that connection, which we, we got to do for moments there in prayer, what I've found is that where it matters is in the midst of what's going down. We, we're in an amazing time. The challenges that we face are different than some we have always had and the ones we've always had continue as we deal with with isolation and illness and loss and the, the fears that have arisen in our society. So let me share with you, if, if it's okay, an experience of getting to spiritual connection. Now, this was something that my son, Peter, shared with me. Now, Peter lives in L.A. with his wife, Julia, and they they had some wonderful financial goals, things they were trying to do as they built their lives. And Julia came home one day from work, and she was very upset. Peter asked and Julie began to talk about the things that were upsetting her. And it turns out that 
Julia did temporary work at a financial services corporation, something she had a lot of background with and skill with. And she had been offered a permanent position, one that would really have fulfilled the financial goals they had. Wow, a tremendous opportunity. But Julia had been doing temporary work there. She knew why the position was open. She knew why so many people had quit. And it was because of, of dysfunction within that department. And here was a wonderful opportunity for her. But the truth is, it might be devastating if she said yes to this. So she she began to worry, you know, how when we get chewing on things in the mind, that thought loop goes round and round. It began to, <coughs> excuse me, began to trigger uh, anxiety patterns that Julia had had to struggle with earlier in her life. So her anxiety increased and Peter's watching his wife go through this. And you know how that is. You want to reach out. You want to help. Fortunately, Peter knew what to do. Now, when I worked at the Institute of HeartMath, Peter came to HeartMath and he saw their science that really taught us how to transform the body, the mind, and the emotions so that we get to a deeper level of wisdom. Uh, now, they at HeartMath, they called that heart wisdom. Uh, we know it in unity as spiritual understanding or spiritual wisdom. The And so Peter knew how to take Julia through this change in just a, a couple minutes. And he started to say something. Then he remembered, oh, Julia had been upset once before, and he started to share this heart mass stuff with her. And he learned he could be her heart mass coach, or he could be her husband, but he couldn't be both. Um, so wisely, Peter decided this was probably not a good moment for him to step in and share this. And yet I'm, I'm sure we've all had that situation of somebody that we love being in turmoil, being upset. We want to reach out. We want to help, you know, maybe we even know what to do. Maybe we don't, but we just want to, we want to be able to, to touch and support and we can now at this time when we are separated from family and friends, it's hard. And that powerlessness that is so legitimate in that situation, Peter began to feel, he began to feel, feel powerless. He began to feel frustrated. Here was this person he loved so deeply in emotional pain, in mental anguish. And he couldn't help her. And then Peter realized something. He was now the one that was frustrated, anxious, and worried, and upset. So when he was upset, he knew he, what he could do for himself. He could use those techniques. So Peter took, and it probably took about two minutes to do it. He did some internal steps. And a couple minutes later, Peter is sitting there and he's not upset. Peter feels great. And he knew what to do. Peter stepped up and went over to Julia and just said to her, would it be okay if I just held you for a moment. She looked at him kind of surprised and said, okay. And he reached out and put his arms around his wife and just held her. And after a moment or so, there was a, a big sigh. She said, thank you, Peter. I feel better now. And thanks for not saying anything.
that was part of the guidance. <laughs> I share this with you because it's such a real situation that we find ourselves in. And if we look at the state of consciousness right before Peter acted, what we see is for him, he was upset. Julia was upset. So we have a state of consciousness called upset. Afterwards, we have a state of consciousness that's peaceful, that's clear, that's connected. That is transformation. That's what happens when we connect with our spiritual self. That that took his Peter through that change and through that connection helped Julia make that change. That is this power of our spiritual nature flowing in and through our consciousness. It's a wonderful thing, and it makes a huge difference in the quality that we experience as we live and the impact that we have on those around us. And because I know here at Unity, we are a group of spiritual seekers. We understand the importance of this deepening of our connection with spirit and the change of consciousness that comes about. Let me, let me share with you something that, that I treasure. It's from HeartMass founder, uh, Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity, not HeartMass, Unity, uh, apologies there. Fillmore said that there is a development in man of a greater capacity to know himself and to understand the purpose of creation. Wow, isn't that something? the capacity within you and I to understand ourselves and the purpose of creation. Now, and my understanding as I look at that, it's not just the purpose of creation in general, but the purpose of the creation we find ourselves in moment to moment. He says, the Bible gives many examples of this awakening of the brain of the heart. In seers and lawgivers and in prophets, it is accredited as coming from the heart. Accredited as coming from the heart, brain of the heart. And what we now know from science is that, yes, there is a brain in the heart. Every kind of neuron that is up here is down here. That there is a different domain of intelligence we know that as spiritual intelligence, or in maybe the clearest term for what it is, wisdom. Now, Peter made a choice. It was an intentional choice that let him make that connection. That intentional choice is a real important part of our Ability to make that shift when we're frustrated or uh, feel feel blocked or stymied by life around us. Here's the reason. Now, I don't know if you can remember back. I, I've actually known a few people that have that memory, and I'm not one of them. But if you can remember back to that time before you entered into incarnate in the physical body back as that soul that infinite being that part of the divine on this this unlimited journey and you said hey i want to go check out the third dimension look at that earth down there that's kind of a cool third dimensional place let me check it out and Look, they've got these amazing bodies for human beings that let you be right there in the middle of it and figure out so much of it. Wow, I want to do that. And then you understood that when you did that, when you incarnated into this body in the third dimension, that you had this amazing instrument that would interpret the third dimension for you. It's called the brain. It's 
an instrument of the body. It interprets the third dimension. So, and it has beautiful qualities of reason and self-awareness. What it did not have is the wisdom of the soul you were, that soul that would enter in, that infinite spiritual being you are. The brain didn't get access to that. To get to that, as you grew in this third-dimensional body, in this physical experience, you would have to become able to make the choice to use your spiritual wisdom, to make the choice to use your spiritual heart. Prayer is one of the ways we do that. Activating the heart, turning the heart on so that that spiritual wisdom flows into our conscious experience. That we know how to do now. We actually are able to measure the changes in the body that let us do that. Let me share it this way. There, there's, there's an access code that lets us make that choice. Now, we can, we can activate the access code without thinking of it as that. Or, but we can also, when we're in those experiences of frustration, choose to go to that access code. And that access code turns on the heart. It literally changes the biophysical heart, which changes the brain, which changes the whole body. And at that point, we feel the uplift of spirit coming in. Suddenly, Peter was feeling good. And he knew what to do because with that spiritual presence, this ability to understand your purpose, how to go forward meaningfully and successfully in the situation you're in. The access code has been known for a long time. Now, we didn't necessarily know that's what it was, but it's been given to us by Jesus, by all the great teachers. It's love. Now, not everything about love. It's not thoughts. It's the feelings of love. The feelings of love that make that difference. Now, when I, when I say love, and we use the word love in our time of prayer, in, in that what happens is we may feel very different things. If you go and you look at the scientific research, you'll find they didn't use love. They used feelings that were a part of love, such as the feeling of appreciation. Now, when you, when you love someone, you appreciate them. Can you imagine the appreciation that Jane has for that little granddaughter? Wow. <laughs> she thinks that's one of the most marvelous beings in the world, and she's right. <laughs> what a, what a, that, the ability to feel appreciation, not think appreciation. You can think appreciation all day. Oh, I, I appreciate that I'm here on a, a gray day in the Pacific Northwest uh, because it's a beautiful day. Yeah, I can think that. If I don't feel it, it doesn't change the heart. We have to feel it. Let me, let me give you just a, a quick example. There was a time when I had the job of getting my children down a mountainside to the highway where they got picked up by the bus for school in the morning. And so, you know, every school morning we, we had this routine we went through and to make sure that we accomplished it successfully, we had an affirmation we used and we used it regularly and consistently every morning. It was hurry up or you'll miss the bus. Hurry up or you'll miss the bus. Well, you know how it is when you affirm things enough? We missed the bus. We showed up in the car. I'm in the front. The kids are in the back seat. We were there. 
the bus in there? Are we early? We look look at our clock. No, the bus should have been here, but maybe it's like, no, it wasn't. And unfortunately, on the roads, the way they were, I couldn't catch up with the bus. So suddenly, here I am. I've got these kids that have to get to school. The reason I take them was I have, I'm on my way to work, and I have to get to work in a few minutes. Well, I thought I could make them walk. You know, when, you, when you've been told enough to get down and get it all done on time, and they don't, maybe they'd learn. Uh, but it was eight miles, and that didn't seem to make much sense. So I'm frustrated. The kids are frustrated and upset. There's no good answer. And then I remember, well, I could check my heart. My spirit has come up with a lot of answers. This is a situation in my life. How do I fulfill my purpose here? So I touched my heart, taking my awareness from this busy brain down to where it was right there. And then I went into appreciation. Now, in all honesty, I was not appreciating the kids. Uh, I was not appreciating the bus or the school or any of that. I wasn't appreciating my work. But fortunately, I was underneath an amazing set of redwood trees. This was a hillside in a redwood forest that I had to drive through. And I looked up into those trees, that sunlight coming through. Oh, it was gorgeous. And I could appreciate that. But I had to, now I had, I thought about it first, but then I realized, oh, I can feel that. That light as it comes through the redwood trees in the morning is exquisite. These majestic beings standing up above me. I could feel that. And then I realized my perceptions had changed. When the brain drives our perception, it has a particular way of looking at things structured by our past experiences. When our spirit drives our perceptions, it brings them to us in a wholeness connected to our purpose for which we are there at that moment. I looked at my kids very differently. My purpose was to take good care of them. (laughs) Now I'm blessed. I've got wonderful children. (laughs) My guess is you do too. I turned around and said to them, you know what? I had to be at work, but I've, I'm real responsible at work. It's not going to make a big difference if I'm a little late. And you need to have a good day at school. Now, I happen to know that being uh, a preteen and a teen entering high school is, is a challenge. And these kids had a, had a demanding day ahead of them. I wanted them to be there ready positive, ready to experience a wonderful day instead of frustrated and upset when they got to school. So I put on some music, drove down the road and said to him, you know, when we get home tonight, let's, let's talk about how to do this better. They agreed. Different state of consciousness. State of consciousness before, frustrated and upset. State of consciousness afterwards, feeling good, feeling connected with my kids, glad to be able to help them. The difference, spiritual connection. What brings that spiritual connection? Deep feeling of appreciation. So I invite you, as you go through, yeah, we all have challenge come up in every week. And we have wonderful things as well. I invite you to choose appreciation. When you feel that frustration, that irritation, go to your spirit. Go to this magnificent power and wisdom that can 
expand and flow through you without limit that brings clarity and harmony. I choose appreciation. I I invite you to make that commitment with me. I choose appreciation. I choose appreciation. Making that commitment for the things that come up during this week. I choose appreciation. I know that when you do that, you bless not only the world that you're in and the people around you, but you bless us all. And for that, I'm grateful. Bless you. Come back again I want you to stay next time Cause sometimes the world ain't kind When people get lost like you and me I just made a friend A friend is someone you need But now that he had to go away I still feel the words that he might say Turn on your heart light Let it shine wherever you go Let it make a happy glow For all the world to see Turn on your heart light In the middle of a young boy's dream Don't wake me up too soon Gonna take a ride across the moon You and me He's looking for a home Cause everyone needs a place And home's the most excellent place of all And I'll be right here if you should call me Turn on your heart light Let it shine wherever you go Let it make a happy glow For all the world to see Turn on your heart light In the middle of a young boy's dream Don't wake me up too soon Gonna take a ride across the moon, you and me. And home's the most excellent place of all. And I'll be right here if you should call me. Turn on your heart light. Let it shine wherever you go. Let it make a happy glow for all the world to see. Wake 
too soon Gonna take a ride across the moon You and me Turn on your heart light now Turn on your heart song, Eric, to compliment that talk. And David, that was, that was really a beautiful and practical message. Thank you so much. I know I had some deep frustration this week with one of my siblings, and it was kind of shared by the other siblings, and I'm thinking, this would work. <laughs> so... <laughs> Thank you That's so what much. it's for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I want to just encourage you to check out David's books and his website, um, accessingwisdom.com. And, and he said that your spiritual heart is the book of the two of those that would be most pertinent to what he talked about today. So I encourage you to check that out. I know I will. And also this evening, we have Pat Frayne is going to be talking about um, touching hearts with acts of service. And, and he's somebody who, he just is so giving and so loving. And, and he has a long, long history of this is his spiritual practice to use service. So um, I hope that you can tune in at 6.30 this evening and, and listen from someone who's really a master in this area. Um, we have spirit groups that are forming, and we will have more, but we have three that are up right now. Um, two of our new members are hosting these groups, the Wim Hof Method, is uh, hosted by Aaron Baumfock. And this is a book that explains about the science-backed health benefits to the physiology when you're practicing a regular breathing technique and cold water therapy. So beyond the polar bear plunge. Um, and this is one that is going to be meeting in person. So if that's something that you're feeling safe about and longing for is is that physical proximity, then this might be one that you want to check out. The Eye of the Storm is offered by another new member, Allie Davidson. And this is a book by Gary Simmons, who has been, um, who has spoken here in the past. You might remember him. Um, and it's, it's a transformational approach for handling conflict. So we know there's just going to be a lot of conflict in life. It happens. And the more tools that we have, the better. So this is a wonderful program. And then Claire is going to be offering one on TED Talks because we know that those are a goldmine of inspiration. And, and so each week there'll be a different TED Talk that the group will watch together and then, and then talk about it and see... Um, what they can learn. And so finally, please put your heart into this community by renewing your membership. If you haven't done that yet, it's so simple. Just go to the membership page on our website and click renew your membership and you'll fill out a few things and you're back. (laughs) So please take a moment to do that because the heart of this community is a combination of the hearts of all of us. And so the more that we put ourselves, our whole selves in, the more we are able to fulfill our mission of embodying love. So it's a simple thing to do. 
that you don't have to wonder how do you do it. Just get online and do that. So let's Let's go into a place of gratitude. I loved what David had to say about appreciation being the code and it being a feeling, not just, you know, check off your list of things, but go into that place in your heart where you feel so much appreciation. So let's do that together right now. Let's feel appreciation for this community, for this wonderful message from Reverend David, for all of the good that is just flowing into our lives right now. And as we feel that, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. We want to contribute. And, and it's so easy to do. Just make your donation. And let's, let's sing together. Let's let that gratitude spill into song. these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in this world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And let's end with the prayer of protection. Please say it with me. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. 